welcome to another awesome edition of the Wellness of Being. I'm your host, Brad Foyer. Today, in today's episode, we're going to have three exciting guests. We're going to clean your energy, we're going to clean your body, and we're going to clean your home. So first, we have uh, our first guest, Tina. Tina is a Reiki master. Welcome, Tina. Thank you. So I want to get right into it and um, give us a little bit about your background. So um, I did Reiki about 15 years ago um, when I needed some form of healing. Um, it just landed in my lap sort of thing and that's what Reiki usually does. It just comes to those who need it, I hear. Um, so I went on from UZ Reiki Master to Reiki Drumming um, because I really resonated with that too. And um, now I practice it on my family and friends and clients and everybody for healing, for being calm, for just getting in that space where you feel you can handle anything. So do you find that you found Reiki or Reiki found you? It feels like it was both. Um, I never knew about Reiki before I really badly needed it. And somebody that I hardly knew landed at my door saying she had just come from a Reiki session and I asked what that was all about. And when she talked about it, my, in my heart I felt like that was the thing for me. So I went to a visiting teacher who was going to leave soon, just learnt it in a hurry. and. Um, then went on to learn Reiki too a few years after that. Mm -hmm. And they say that you should give it time before you learn the next level. And the next level is when you can um, heal people from a distance. And then the masters I did almost 10 years after that because mm -hmm. they say that you should only become a master at Reiki when you feel like you will live Reiki and you will live the Reiki principles and your life will all be all about healing. And that's where I felt I was at, and I could do that. So then I became a master. What would be the main reason that people would come to you for Reiki? Like, what benefits does Reiki normally offer? Um, so I will give you an example that I had knee pain, and um, I would have had to take medicine for it forever, I suppose. Um, but I healed it within a few weeks of giving it Reiki consistently every day and so that took care of my pain but other than that I've heard results with Reiki uh, when I do it on my clients and friends they feel calm um, comforted um, and it just is an intelligent energy which goes to wherever it's needed so whether you know what's wrong with your knot um, that's why it's so useful it goes to whatever is needed for it to do and it does that whether it's calming your mind, making you more peaceful, or um, just healing you um, on a physical level or emotional. Of course, so you're saying about your knee pain, but also um, what about somebody with maybe perhaps some emotional issues? Absolutely. Um, it would definitely help there? Definitely, definitely. I felt, um, my husband used to come home very stressed from mm -hmm. his work. Um, he used to work, very long hours and used to be very stressed from his work um, and he didn't believe in Reiki so um, you know, I must believe that there there's probably a lot of skeptics out there mm -hmm. there's like 
how can this work? You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Number one, they don't know what Reiki is. Mm -hmm. um, is there a good uh, terminology, or from what you've learned, because you mm -hmm. are a Reiki master, and you also educate others in becoming mm -hmm. um, their level one, two, yes. and master practice. But mm -hmm. Reiki itself, what is the main uh, definition of Reiki? So Reiki is healing, you can mm -hmm. say. It means the universal life force energy, which some people can call it the light of God or healing. Um, how it was discovered was that um, the person who discovered it was Master Yuzui, um, a Japanese um, religious man, and he mm -hmm. went looking for um, healing and um, spirituality and he found these symbols that connected him to this um, reservoir of energy which mm -hmm. he could just um, use to heal anything and anybody. Um, so it's just this energy for healing and for love. It's, it's almost like love. You can't see it, but mm -hmm. it exists and it heals everything. And you can feel it. You um, can feel it going through your body yes. or the change. So mm -hmm. with so so now we we've discovered physical pain, mm -hmm. emotional pain is great for. Yes. But what about um, somebody that has um, like just just everyday issues, everyday stresses, everyday um, stuff like that? Can yes. it aid in? that as well? Yes, it just washes everything away. Um, when I do self-Reiki or uh, I do Reiki on somebody else, they feel like they're walking on air mm. afterwards. Mm -hmm. You could almost say that um, it just makes you um, in that space where you're not aware of um, all the stresses of life. Yeah, so, so it definitely works with your, mm -hmm. your well-being, which yes. is obviously that's what the nature Absolutely. of this show is, is well-being mm -hmm. coming, yes. you know, healing life full circle mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. Who would be um, the perfect client for you? Uh, do you do anywhere from, like what would be a starting age right up until, um, um, is there a range of people that no, would benefit? I've Reiki'd uh, pregnant ladies mm -hmm. who say that their baby starts kicking when I okay. start to do Reiki yeah. on them. So it can be felt at mm -hmm. any age and there's no age limit on it, of course. It's mm -hmm. just um, for anything and uh, anybody. Um, and people who have high stress jobs or they're stressed mm -hmm. or have emotional issues or physical pain, anything that's bothering you, Reiki's for you. Of course, and who wouldn't want to feel calm and without stress mm -hmm. and, and just better well-being. Yeah. Um, can it also help with like focus, concentration? Um, yes. Um, I used to Reiki my son before his exam oh, okay. uh, for focus because he, he found it very, very hard to focus and he would not use the essential oils that I used to use for focus mm -hmm. and also some uh, binaural notes and mm -hmm. that kind of music which also helps with focus. I used to try and make him do that but he didn't. So with Reiki you have to ask for permission mm -hmm. before you use it on someone and he used to willy-nilly give me permission for that oh, okay. and, and I felt that it did help him. Yeah, because I think a lot of big stuff that comes w with stress and things like that are um, one thing is probably like stress, headaches, migraines, uh, things like that. How would you incorporate um, that into a Reiki session? Also, what kind of essential oils would you use during that session? Um, so 
I do Indian head massage too, okay. which which I could do for the migraines and headache. But Reiki also helps with that. Mm -hmm. um, it just, like I say, it goes to anywhere it's needed. Mm -hmm. So um, I would uh, put my hands on the head, um, mm -hmm. different positions on the head, the, mm -hmm. the main chakras as well as the yes. other places, and I would use um, usually. Um, for stress, I would use marjoram okay. oil mm -hmm. um, and rosemary for uh, focus yes. and for um, mental fatigue. Mm -hmm. um, also, uh, I really like lavender. Mm -hmm. That's um, one of my favorites for. And I imagine it's very common because I heard with lavender, mm -hmm. you know, especially if you're stressed. Even mm -hmm. I think if you do have headache and stuff like that, I've heard that la lavender is really good. Peppermint, or if you have migraine, you can yes. even mix. Peppermint's them. good for pain anywhere. Oh, so of course. I yeah. would I would uh, put that together with the uh, marjoram maybe, mm -hmm. and use it because marjoram is for stress, physical as well mm -hmm. as um, uh, emotional stress. So do you find when you're applying essential oils, do you find that most oils are okay to, to apply just topically, or do you need a carrier oil? Oh, you definitely need a carrier oil. Okay, so they're too strong yes. in their yeah. natural yes, uh, essence better. and vibration. Mm -hmm. That's how they're best um, uh, conveyed mm -hmm. through uh, carrier oils. So if somebody was thinking of coming to you and they've never had a Reiki session, mm -hmm. um, they're probably wondering, is there any physical pain involved? If you're doing a session, will oh, they experience no. any physical pain? No, so absolutely nothing. No, they just have to lie down, wear comfortable clothing, so nothing constricting, just mm -hmm. so you can relax better. And um, they just lie fully clothed on the bed and mm -hmm. just be. And the I think that's the nicest just, way, but don't you think that's the main thing that kind of hold people back? They're there, they don't but know. they're causing resistance, or mm -hmm. they have this wall up, and they yeah. just don't know how to relax, or they yes. don't know how to be. I think being in that state, too, it also makes you very vulnerable. True. They don't want to put their... their well-being in somebody else's hands necessarily if mm -hmm. you if you don't know the person especially yes that might be hard uh, also there's a resistance to um, oh how can energy help and what's mm -hmm. energy but people yes. don't know about that but everything is energy mm -hmm. um, everything is made up of energy mm -hmm. So do you think that resistance, though, that they have also impedes them releasing because they're, they're hanging on to it so tightly? Yes, they have to yeah. give express permission for Reiki mm -hmm. um, to, to work because that's how the guides work. Mm -hmm. You have to have permission. So if someone was coming in with one session, would they feel a difference after one session? Yes, you would definitely start uh, feeling a difference, but you have to be consistent. You have to almost do it every week okay. um, for a bigger problem. Mm -hmm. um, for it, it depends on how long you've had the problem too. Mm -hmm. um, if it's just stress, then one session would be all right. If it's physical pain, yes. then obviously there have been many levels of it. Mm -hmm. First, it attacks you on an emotional level, yes. and then um, it comes down to a physical level mm -hmm. so if it's come to that level then it takes a few more sessions for it to be released okay um, something a little bit different than Reiki but also for healing um, how do you believe about magnetic energy or magnetic mats or things like that do I they use, really help um, yes I've seen that the uh, they really work um, 
I use them on people who come to me for healing. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a mat and then there are uh, smaller attachments for okay. smaller areas for focused healing. Mm -hmm. um, and I got a pain in my ankle which I used to lie on the bed for and okay. then uh, use a probe to mm -hmm. sort of focus energy on that one spot. Yes. And it just brings your magnetic field back to its normal mm -hmm. frequencies, um, which we get interfered with um, the microwaves, the radio yes. waves, the mobile phone. Mm -hmm. Everything interferes with your magnetic field and it changes it. So mm -hmm. to change it back to normal, which is the Earth's frequency, yes. we need to either connect with the Earth, mm -hmm. walk on it, lie down on it without rubber-soled uh, shoes. Mm -hmm. um, we can either do that or use this magnetic device. Yeah, um, which is perfect. And something you bring up, I mm -hmm. think it's called grounding mm -hmm. when you kind of take off. Yes. So what initially happens when you take off your socks and your shoes and you, you mm -hmm. know, plant yourself on the grass or the mm -hmm. earth, what kind of takes place in that moment? So the earth has a huge magnetic field. Mm -hmm. um, it, whatever it touches, it resonates with it. It transfers its mm -hmm. magnetic field to that uh, being. Yes. So mm -hmm. because our um, frequency is the same as the Earth's frequency, when we walk on it, it um, changes our frequencies back to normal to, okay. to how the Earth is um, vibrating. Yeah. And it's something quick, easy, and obviously mm -hmm. there's no expense. Like cost-wise, yes. it costs you nothing to go out, let your feet feel the Earth. Um, would going to the beach and putting your feet in sand mm -hmm. do the same thing? Absolutely. It calms you right down immediately. Okay. So obviously anything except mm -hmm. maybe a concrete sidewalk, but it has to be yes. actual ground that yes, you walk grass, on, whether it's sand, beach, sand, mm -hmm. uh, I, I guess lawn, whatever. Rocks mm -hmm. even work as well? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing I, yeah, just, just learned right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I mm -hmm. thought rocks being hard, but I guess the same. If they're energy, mm -hmm. just like the earth, the ground, the, mm -hmm. the everything else, like that kind of stuff. Well, the crystals we use are rocks too, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Um, it's, um, everything is energy and uh, mm -hmm. every color has its own that's right, Vib Take vibration, and they have a different yeah. way of healing mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So what would be, so if somebody made an appointment with you and they wanted a typical session, um, how, would it, how would it normally work? Um, so I would assess first what they need. Okay. And then go with what they feel they would be more open to using. Mm -hmm. So I would use electromagnetic therapy on them. I would mm -hmm. use Reiki. Yes reflexology, mm -hmm. massage. Massage is okay. extremely healing. The human touch is very, very oh, healing. Of course, and for connecting and things like that. And I yes. think that's a lot of things that people mm -hmm. have kind of lost mm -hmm. um, during the journey of life and, yes. and that we get less tactile mm -hmm. and just, just things in general have changed uh, from years ago and I think that's the I think the basic human needs are to be loved to be understood absolutely you know, and and people mm -hmm. want you know they mm -hmm. want that and I think with touch a lot of people get away from hugging a lot of people yes. start to isolate themselves and, mm -hmm. and kind of push away yeah. others or they become a loner yeah. and and things like that I think bringing everything back into a whole space mm -hmm. where you can feel balanced and you can yeah. feel a lot of that stuff I think releasing mm -hmm. and, and just uh, I guess and I guess balance is probably a good word you just feel in balance you don't yes. feel up you don't feel down yeah. you just feel you know just a calm peace I would assume we deny ourselves so much when we do that mm -hmm. I mean we race to 
to go to a job and get that done and then we just have these different compartments this is done that's done lunch is done dinner is done okay I'm done for the day but yes. we don't realize that we as human beings mm -hmm. need the human touch we need um, that connection yes we yeah. need it it's not like it's a luxury it's mm -hmm. something essential to our well-being yes so if you're teaching then what's the normal um, process that you would go through um, so when I'm teaching Reiki I would go through what is Reiki mm -hmm. the basic principles the meaning is the universal life force energy it's everywhere mm -hmm. all of us have healing um, abilities but we need to um, sort of learn how to mm -hmm. use them and also Reiki is handed down from master to, to yes. student mm -hmm. to student and that's just like a blessing like mm -hmm. having their um, blessing to use uh, the the energies that they harnessed mm -hmm. from the universe and then it amplifies with every uh, master and that's why you can have many attunements so we call it the process of attunement that oh, means they're giving you their blessings mm -hmm. um, and you can use their um, yeah. all the knowledge they've gleaned all the mm -hmm. energy that they've harnessed yeah and I imagine it's a process mm -hmm. you can't just learn it right away it's over it's over time um, the first Reiki um, class is a day okay uh, so I tell them about the history of Reiki mm -hmm. what it means the five principles just for today I will not worry just for today I will mm -hmm. not be angry just for today I will do my work honestly mm -hmm. just for today I will give thanks for my many blessings yes and just for today I will be compassionate to all sentient beings mm -hmm. that means every living creature so that in yeah. itself is a whole school of thought that that mm -hmm. just changes your perspective I know it's absolutely amazing I want to mm -hmm. thank you for your time today you're Tina welcome. you're so knowledgeable you're so calm mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you know what I mean so I want to say thank you again you're and welcome. for everybody watching I'm glad you enjoyed this episode we'll be right back and we're gonna learn how to clean your colon Hi, and welcome back to The Wellness of Being. I'm your host, Brad Poyer. So we just heard from Tina about Reiki. Now on to the next one. Uh, we're going to deal with colonics. And if you don't know what that is, um, our colonicist, Monica Black, is here to join us and tell you everything about it. Welcome, Monica. Hi, Brad. Thank you. So let's get right into it. So with colonics, um, give us a little bit of, uh, of your background. Okay, well, I've had an active practice in colonics. Colonics, also known as colon hydrotherapy or a high enema. So, for about a decade now, um, I've had probably over about 10,000 um, clinical sessions mm -hmm. under my belt. So, a lot of clinical experience. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I studied colon hydrotherapy as an apprenticeship after my Bachelor of Science mm -hmm. and uh, worked with clients in consulting capacity as well as, as hands-on practice of colonics. Okay, so for those that don't know what colonic, you know, colonics are or colonic hydrotherapy, what exactly is it, number one? Okay, so it is uh, a treatment for the large intestine, okay. all right, which has benefits for the rest of our body. The, our colon, it's about as long as you are tall, so usually about mm -hmm. five to six foot long organ, and it deals mainly with um, waste elimination. 
for the body. And colon hydrotherapy is a way that we gently access the colon with water, hydrating and treating the length of the colon and stimulating the colon to basically detoxify an empty um, built up waste that's been accumulating in the body. Okay, so what are the biggest benefits? So if somebody is coming to you to have a session done, what are the, the biggest benefits they would receive from having one of the sessions uh, completed? Okay, so we see a whole spectrum of mm -hmm. different benefits and everybody has a different experience depending on what you're coming in with. Mm -hmm. So very common for people with long-standing constipation issues to reverse that condition or eliminate that condition very quickly with colon hydrotherapy. Um, same goes for IBS, it, mm -hmm. either able to um, just make your symptoms a whole lot better or reverse that condition, gas and bloating. Mm -hmm. um, we get people with all kinds of benefits from energy improvement, um, sleep improvement, uh, menopausal symptoms decreased. Um, some people come solely for anti-aging and beauty benefits. Um, and really? Prevention. Okay, I'd yeah. like to know more about that. Who doesn't yeah. want to look younger, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah. It's uh, just a nice side effect of the treatment. I, so. I guess what it is, it's once you're maybe taking the toxins out of the body, and that's kind of what's, you know, like like what you say younger, but kind of what visually do you see? Does it affect, like, like I know a lot of people with toxins, they may have, like, darker bags under their <coughs> eyes, mm -hmm. more lines and wrinkles, just, I guess, extra, you know, the extra Around spare the waist. tire, um, right. like things, things like that. And as I say, if you deal with constipation constantly, I think a lot of that probably has to do with diet as well. Diet, stress, yeah. now a lot of people are under chronic stress mm -hmm. and when we don't feel relaxed, sometimes our digestive system or our gut will literally tense up and hold on no okay. matter what we're eating. Dehydration is also linked to constipation mm -hmm. and believe it or not, emotions are related really hold to, it tight. To, so I guess if you're yeah. holding it tight, you know, in your mind, it also holds tight in your body, which physically obviously manifests and, and things like that. So a lot of times people think, you know, that, that um, you know, get, it's maybe not getting enough fiber. Do you think that's probably part of it or... Or Often that could be that's the main reason. part of the equation. We mm -hmm. we offer colon hydrotherapy as a tool to mm -hmm. enhance good lifestyle practices. So. Um, we don't want that to be your only go-to solution. Oh, we want our clients also making healthy changes in their mm -hmm. diet and lifestyle that, so that they're able to maintain the benefits that they get from colonics mm -hmm. instead of going back to where they were before. Um, fiber, fiber is a big one, but mm -hmm. if you're not well hydrated, um, fiber can kind of get stuck well, in the intestinal tract and as I guess, well. I guess yep. also it would depend on the type of fiber, if it's soluble fiber or insoluble fiber. And I guess mm -hmm. there's two different types. Obviously one expands and one moves through yeah, you, but you also need sweeps. that water to, 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 you know, flush all the toxins and, mm -hmm. and everything that's collected Precisely. as well. Yeah, but if there's already a, a backlog accumulated, mm -hmm. um, no matter what you're doing with your diet, sometimes everything is still not completely being yeah. eliminated. And again, with um, emotional trauma, stress, mm -hmm. chronic lifestyle stress, sometimes, although you seem to be doing everything perfect with your mm -hmm. diet, your exercise, and your nutrition, things are yeah. just not moving properly. And, of of yeah. course, and I find that probably one benefit, but I wouldn't go for a colonic just for this, yeah. but probably would be weight loss. Because I imagine if somebody has impacted, you know, debris inside their body, that once you remove a lot of that, um, what's the most 
say that you've taken out of one person? Okay, well, I don't want to say that I took it out because they're naturally well, eliminating well, it on their own, right? Well, in the process of... Yeah, right? um, believe yeah. it or not, like nine pounds. Nine pounds This person waste. weighed themselves before the treatment. Mm -hmm. They weighed themselves after the treatment, mm -hmm. and there was a nine-pound difference. Mm -hmm. Granted, no. that's not typical, and we don't no. promote that people come of in for that not. reason, no. but um, it's just an example that shows that we do, no matter, you don't have to be big or have a big belly in order to have backed up waste inside your system. Yeah, and I guess too, because as I say, if it's if your intestine is, is as long as you are tall mm -hmm. and it's, it's all through your body, I guess that's what people don't realize that maybe they don't see very much coming out, but it's all impacted, all in here, probably putting pressure in. And, and does that maybe with the protrusion of your stomach and stuff as well, if you, if, well, we get a lot of people yeah. that come in for that reason. They just mm -hmm. feel like they look pregnant even though they're, oh, not pregnant. they're not pregnant. They feel chronically bloated and they're sick and tired of having this protruding mm -hmm. belly. Um, often it's a lot of gas that's built up. Oh, okay. And with the clinics, they can go down a couple of belt sizes. They feel better. And um, the benefit of that is that they're also getting health benefits of because course. they're cleaning up their body, purifying their bloodstream. Mm -hmm. um, so they're able to look and feel better at the same time. Yeah, and of course, and I imagine with with the removal of the gas in the body you don't have that same pressure you know on your on your body I that's mean right. and that's probably an easy instant way too to to go down a shirt size or go down a pant size exactly. but obviously it's not a recommended therapy to do that because obviously that's not the point of having a colonic done so if I were to make an appointment call you make an appointment mm -hmm. and go and see you what would be a typical walkthrough of my initial visit with you before you did any service or anything like that? Um, what would you need to know from me before I even proceed? Or am I even a right candidate for you? Mm -hmm. So we do a little chat on the phone initially just to okay. find out your motivation for coming, mm -hmm. um, what you're going through at the time. A lot of people come for detox. Some people have a problem when they come in. And there are, although clinics are safe and healthy for most people, okay. there are certain people that should not do clinics. Um, without okay. a, a doctor supervision or recommendation. Mm -hmm. um, so we would scan for contraindications okay. and some examples of contraindications might be um, mature pregnancy, mm -hmm. uh, recent abdominal surgery, oh, okay, yes. okay, liver failure, mm -hmm. recent or uh, kidney failure. Um, so and we'll go through these again on your intake form. Mm -hmm. So when you come to the clinic, we'll, we'll go through an intake. We will take your health history. Okay. Um, and then we spend some time consulting because, as I said, it's not just about doing mm -hmm. the clinic. It's about giving your yeah. lifestyle a general boost, okay. getting some new healthy habits started, and mm -hmm. getting you back on the right track. Or if you've never been yeah. on the right track, helping yeah. you get on the uh, right to track. To go forward. And then yeah. you offer during your consultation, once somebody has had a colonic, like how to maintain so that waste doesn't build back up into your body. Exactly. So can you see <clears throat> if I have on my form, I drink 12 cups of coffee or I drink, <laughs> you know, three bottles of two liter soda a day uh -huh. or I eat a lot of junk or I don't exercise or my family has a history of diabetes. These are the like, things we're going to talk about as well. So okay. we're going to take a holistic snapshot of mm -hmm. where you are and okay. we're going to spend some time talking because sometimes things come out verbally that don't come out on the intake form. Okay. So we take extra time with your first appointment. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure we get a good consultation in. Yes. and then after that we want to walk you through the treatment um, process like a, a pre-educational 
month mm -hmm. phase so that you know exactly what to expect okay. before we actually start the therapy. Now when people come in with mm -hmm. colonics, often they have, um, for, for their first colonic, they have often some fear and some anxiety, yes. right? Mm -hmm. Because it can sound a little scary or uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we definitely break mm -hmm. it down step by step. The system I work with, it's, it's very easy. If you can imagine kind of mm -hmm. reclining on a big fancy toilet for 40 okay. minutes, and whenever you need to go to the bathroom, simply eliminate oh, okay. it. That's so, so are there yeah. different types of, of colonics? Or just one main type of colonic? Uh, there are a few different systems that people mm -hmm. work on. So um, you can find out, uh, do a little investigation okay. if you want, and find out which system is best for mm -hmm. you. Um, I've put together something called the Consumer Awareness Guide for oh, Colon perfect. Hydrotherapy. Yeah. And you can find that on the website, and that will give you a little bit of background knowledge. Okay. Um, but there's something known as the closed system of colonics mm -hmm. and then the open system of colonics. Okay. Uh, essentially, open system is more of a new development okay. and it's more of the model of like a, a nice big fancy toilet that you're reclining on. I see. Water is coming in and treating you the same way. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but again, it feels more like being on a toilet and you have a privacy option. Okay. All so right. that's different than what I understand because I think from what I know of colonics that you know has been on other shows and things like that the client lies comfortably uh, in a robe the colonicist does their work but they're just lying on their side right yes um so that would be called the the closed method the closed or the woods okay. gravity method um okay. so with that method you don't have to eliminate after it does the flow of the warm gentle water and then kind of takes all any debris kind of stuff out at the same time is that how that works um they both do they both work on a okay. similar premise mm -hmm. um the major difference and again the open system it's kind of the new development okay. in the market so people mm -hmm. are just getting used to it but um the basic premise is with the open system, uh, you're free to eliminate mm -hmm. <clears throat> as if you were on a toilet. So I everything see. comes out into a, a toilet bowl yeah. naturally mm -hmm. <clears throat> down the drain. Okay. I find it does feel a lot more natural and of free course. during yeah. the process. Um, mm -hmm. Although I've worked extensively on the closed method too, yes. and you can get great results that way. Um, with the closed method, the therapist is with you, assisting mm -hmm. you the whole time. Okay. And. Um, and everything kind of comes out through a tube That's and great. into the sewage system. Yeah. So would your therapist during consultation, would they advise the best option for you, whether opened is better or closed is better? Well, you'd want to probably do some self-study okay. and find mm -hmm. out what you feel most comfortable with. Yes. Um, because usually a clinic works with one or the other. Oh, I see. So whichever so clinic you called, they yeah. find most effective for themselves. Precisely. That's amazing. So Monica, tell me the process. It was truly amazing, like I just said. So if I were to come to you in your clinic, mm -hmm. what would be the process? So we've we've come in, we had our consultation, mm -hmm. I've done the history, everything checks out. You're saying, okay, you're a perfect candidate. Now let's move to the actual colonic itself. What's my experience? What do I wear? Do, do I wear normal clothes? Do I have to change? Um, how, how does the process work with the system that you use? Okay, so after we, we give you a briefing, maybe mm -hmm. a 10, ten minute introduction mm -hmm. on how the system works, yes. I'm going to give you some privacy. You're going to disrobe from the bottom down, and okay. we have like a, a blanket that you'll put over your waist for mm -hmm. privacy during the session. Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of people worry about what goes inside their bum. Okay. Okay, it's about like that much. 
All right. Okay, so with it's our not, system, uh, not very much at all. Inch to an inch and a half. Okay. So it's yeah. a disposable instrument. You insert that mm -hmm. um, to get started. You simply click a button. Okay. All right, and the water flow will begin. Oh, Usually, I'm standing in the room with you at this so, point. So, so with the water flowing, mm -hmm. what would be the temperature of the water? It's right around body temperature. Okay, so you're so not even going to really notice. You don't really notice. Maybe mm -hmm. for an, uh, 30 seconds to a minute, and you'll the start to feel. The initial filling. Yeah, okay. then you start to feel kind of like a, a bloaty okay. feeling or that, you know, that urge before you have to use the toilet, mm -hmm. your body gives you that okay. signal. You get that signal and you simply push out as if you were on a toilet at home. Okay. So when you're, so when you get that feeling naturally, if you push out, then will it go back through the same? No, believe no. it or okay. not. Yeah, it's well okay. engineered. So, okay. it's, so it's very hygienic, very, you know what I mean? Because I guess too, I think that's the weirdest thing. I think you know, just going in and like, what am I going to expect? Here now I have this, this tube, which is okay. I think we're all used to going and having, you know, procedures done and things like that, where we have IVs or we have things like that, mm -hmm. where this is a little bit different because it's not necessarily a needle. It's just more relaxed and it's kind of balanced at your, your natural body, you know, temperature sort of thing. Yep. So as I say, would this also make a difference too with somebody who's severely constipated as opposed to somebody who's an athlete who eats clean all the time. Mm -hmm. So would it make a difference how far the water is going oh, in? Absolutely. Because yeah. if you think of the colon like a big five, six foot long mm -hmm. pipeline, um, if that pipe is eliminating yes. uh, frequently and nice and clear, yeah. You'll take in much more water and the I water see. will go much further during mm -hmm. your session versus yeah. somebody who's chronically constipated okay. and impacted. Um, there will be many blockages and okay. the so water... So it's just going to go to that initial first point of where the it blockage won't be is? Able, it, a lot of it's uh, the first session is about hydrating the built-up material, kind mm -hmm. of waking up the colon, stimulating yeah. it to move. And okay. uh, you're going to need more sessions if you mm -hmm. have a lot of backup than oh, somebody course. who's coming in. And that's, nice and and that's probably what it is. A lot of that yeah. impacted stuff is exactly that. Because it's not hydrated, it's just sitting there. It's not really moving or anything like that. Or even if you've taken, and you probably don't recommend either, doing a lot of laxatives and things like that just to get rid of. I imagine it's not that healthy laxatives. to do them on a regular basis. Yeah, like, yeah. You know I mean? As Once a form in a of while, emergency situation. Yes. But people have done a lot of damage to themselves by overusing laxatives. Yes. So we don't definitely don't re recommend it as a go-to mm -hmm. solution. The Clonix yeah. is good because it's rehabilitative yeah. for the actual organ itself. Mm -hmm. So it helps your body to work better at the yeah. same time you're doing the cleanse and mm -hmm. you're doing the detox. Yeah one, yeah, one one question and we'll go back to the, the colonics. I know a lot of people say, well, I, I went on Amazon or I went on a site on, mm -hmm. you know, the internet and I can buy my own coffee enema that I could do at home. Yeah. Um, how do you, what do you, what do you think about that? That's fine if, again, yeah. enemas once in a while, they're just fine, but they only treat the lower fifth I of see. the colon, whereas the clonic can treat the entire length. Ah, uh, perfect. So the yeah. clonics are much more thorough. They tend to be more comfortable, mm -hmm. and they're better for the muscular tone of the organ itself. Because oh, okay. the enema, you have to take the water in, mm -hmm. hold it in for as long as you can. It kind yeah. of balloons out the rectum, yeah. whereas the clonic, you just hold until you feel like you need to go and, then you, and release. And then you go and release. Yeah. So now I finish my colonic, so how do we kind of finish up? <clears throat> so you put the water in, the water, the bad waters come out, 
you know, or, or things <laughs> yep. like that. You know what I mean? So now I'm done my colonic. What's what's that final process that we go to? Yeah, so we're going to review the aftercare, how okay. to take care of your body for the next 24 to 48 mm -hmm. hours. <clears throat> we're going to review your plan going forward, mm -hmm. how to work on your health, improve your lifestyle. Um, and then we're definitely going to give you some probiotic and an electrolyte beverage oh, okay. just to replenish your system yes. afterwards. Mm -hmm. um, usually the, the client will kind of hang out <clears throat> in the office for, for a little while after their first one and chat with us before mm -hmm. they leave. When they feel ready to leave, they'll go home. Um, we do ongoing consultations, mm -hmm. so if they have any questions or they need mm -hmm. support, they might call or text message us at any time. Um, and we want to aim for that follow-up uh, about a week after the initial, depending okay. on the condition. And for most average healthy people, Mm -hmm. Three colonics or so when it's your first it's time good. tend to be a good number. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I thank you, Monica. This has been so informative. You've given us lots of great information. I'm not scared to go now. Now <laughs> I know exactly once I go what's going to happen, how you know how it's going to go, and and stuff like that. I thank you for being here. I want to say thank you for watching this episode. We learned how to clear our energy, clear our body. Now we're going to learn how to clear our home and declutter the Fench Way Way. See you again. And we're back. I'm Brad Porter, the host of The Wellness of Being. So now, if you've tuned in, this is our third episode, and we're going to talk about decluttering your home the Fench Way Way. So in our first episode, we talked about Reiki. Then we talked about cleaning your colon. Now we're going to talk with our, ne our next guest, Melanie, about clearing your home. Welcome, Melanie. Thank you, Brad. So tell us exactly how Fen, uh, Fen, Fen Sway works. <laughs> you know, I mean, I guess it's almost like a tongue twister, so to speak. But, but what's the importance of it? Kind of where did it come from? Wow, feng shui originated over 6,000 years ago. Oh. It started with ancient Egypt, and back then it was called Perank, oh. and that stands for living house. Mm. And they realized the importance of bringing nature into your home or into your dwelling. And all the other cultures, whether it's um, from the Indian culture or the Chinese culture, they all have their versions, and feng shui was the one that I was introduced to over 14 years ago. Wow, that's, a, that, that's exciting. So give me a little bit about your history, kind of where you come from, and, and how you kind of got in this direction that you're, you're going now. Oh, it's been an, an amazing journey. I, I found feng shui after my second divorce. Oh, okay. And um, I was devastated. I, I fell into depression and my, mm. my grass or weeds in my backyard grew taller than me. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I think everybody can really relate to that and, and yeah. to have something, some kind of form. And I guess with Feng Shui as well, it kind of brings a sort of balance into your life, would yes, you say? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. When I was in that place, my mother dragged me out to a course, and all it started with was just going home and making a change and changing about 18 items in my home whether it okay. was the furniture, whether it was just the way that I had things positioned on my dressing table, mm -hmm. and everything shifted. I felt like I walked into the room and it felt different, it felt lighter. Mm. 
Mm. And that's when I knew that I was onto something. And throughout the years, I, I played around, I, I did little different things, but I didn't really take it seriously. Mm -hmm. At that time, I was more into the corporate market. I was, yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I imagine that, that the corporate is totally different than just a, a home environment or something that's, that's smaller. And I think yes. being in corporate, um, and we'll get into a little uh, bit more later in, in the segment, that you kind of also do some bigger things as well. I you know do. what I mean? But we're not going to go there right now, <laughs> but we're going to stay where we are and yeah. just kind of, so so basically working and say by shifting things, so when you say shift things around, what kind of things would you shift around and why would you need to shift them? Okay. A great item to shift around are items in your bedroom. Oh, okay. And I always say start with the bed mm -hmm. or a dressing table okay. or even a night table stand. Mm -hmm. And the importance of doing that is that you feel the difference in your energy when you walk in. Mm. You know, your your nights, your, it's going to be the difference between a good night's sleep or mm -hmm. a bad night's sleep. Sometimes people don't understand why they move into a new space and they're just not comfortable. Yes. So I always start with furniture. Mm -hmm. I think it makes a big difference. The bedroom's important. Also, the living area or your favorite family room area, yes. wherever you like to spend mm -hmm. most of your time in. Make some changes there. It could be even adding a plant mm -hmm. or a water fountain. Okay, and because it has more life and it's flowing. That's Obviously, right. water flows. That's plant right. Plant has life and, and air cleans your air, things like that. That's right. Bring yeah. in all the natural elements that you would find mm -hmm. outside into your home, and that will induce healthy living. That's amazing. One thing I want to go back, I want to go back to the bedroom. Yeah. So with the bedroom, a lot of people use their bedroom as their bedroom, their office, their PlayStation, their room. Do you believe that you can use your room for all that or you should mainly have it for a time to decompress, to rest, to, you know, I mean, if you're a married couple, mm -hmm. you know, be physical, uh, things like that. Oh, I so believe that you should, you should definitely make your home or sorry your bedroom mm -hmm. your peaceful zone mm -hmm. I know sometimes people may have um, a challenge where they're maybe in a bachelor and they don't have a lot of space no that's right you don't have separate rooms it's just one large that's one large right. room and how do you create a space that that's flowing mm -hmm. but you still want it to be a, a nice environment as well so one quick thing I, I wanted to ask you as well I know with my own home and I don't know if it's true it's something I heard that if you face the head of your bed towards water yes that you'll rest better and things like that do you believe that's true well what I practice is classical mm -hmm. feng shui oh, okay and classical feng shui it's not general it's more customized I see so based on your date of birth mm -hmm. based on um, the date that the building itself was constructed okay that all plays oh. an important role on what element you should okay. place where. So if you place the water there and it feels good, mm -hmm. then leave it. If you okay. place it there and it doesn't feel good to you, then don't. Then move, yeah, then move until yes. it feels right. Yeah, that's a totally new approach that I haven't heard of, because yes. obviously you're the expert in the industry, yes. you know your stuff, and that's why you're here on the show today. <laughs> you know, and I'm so, I'm so glad you are, and you, you took the time, because you were just literally in Alberta. Yes. You're like not even yesterday or the day before. And here you are now, you know, right right on our show here. That's like that's dedication. That that's commitment. Um, so now we've we've rearranged our our bedroom, we've rearranged our living room. So what about people that are in business? 
So if they were having a business meeting or even around the family table, yes. is there a difference where people are positioned? Does it mean something if somebody's on my left side or my right side <laughs> or things like that? Can you break that down for us? Oh, for sure. Well, this is when we get into a little bit of sacred geometry oh, and okay. shapes. Sure. So awesome. we have a beautiful <laughs> round table yes. ahead of us. So what yeah. it does, it allows everybody who's seated here, it allows the energy to flow and everybody mm -hmm. feels like they're an important part of the conversation. Yes. And that's what you want when you're at home with the family mm -hmm. and you're in a relaxed atmosphere. Sometimes in the office, though, mm -hmm. you may have a board meeting. That's right. And the, the head or whoever it is that's hosting that meeting mm -hmm. needs to stand out. I see. So that's when more shapes like rectangular shapes are uh, great. And you can place that person in what we call a command position. Mm -hmm. So depending on what they're doing. So if mm -hmm. they're conducting a presentation, yes. mm -hmm. they could be on maybe the longer side of the vertical table. You understand what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or um, you can have them seated at the top and then the people that are attending mm -hmm. can be facing them. Anything that's going to make them stand out. But yeah. one thing with feng shui is what I love about it, it's so intuitive. Mm -hmm. We practice it every day and we don't mm -hmm. realize that we're doing it. Yeah, just naturally? Yes. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. it's like when you're buying a house and you walk into the house and you're like, oh, this feels great. Mm -hmm. Right? Or you walk into another house and it's like, I don't like this. Yeah, but you don't know why. You don't know why. Okay. And then I do all the yeah. reports and then I confirm why you like it or okay. why you don't like it. <laughs> So is that something that's just innate in us? It's just yes. from birth, it's it's kind of already there in the, yes. you know, yes. in ourselves and things like that. And as I say, well, even going back a little bit, even as I say, some families that have that rectangular table, you know, usually it is. The, the parents are on the ends of the table, and yes. then the family, the kids, the, I don't say secondary, yes. but you know what I mean, the of the household, you know, the breadwinner, that's you know, right. is at one end of the table, and then I guess it goes from there sort of thing. That's and that's right. probably how they exude, I'm the master over the house. Definitely. You know, and things like Perfect. that. You know, where we're all a collective and, and, <laughs> yeah, and we're, sharing you know, we're all equal and, and stuff like that. But right. you brought up a great point about the round table. It does, because where anybody's sitting, I would be able to see anyone that's right. here. That's and then we're all sharing and we're all communing and we're all like it's just because you're already bringing so much light to our conversation already mm -hmm. and just even challenging or, or taking my perspective and just broadening it yes and that i love you for Thank any you. anytime i can be challenged anytime i can see something different or differently you know or just say or even even um you know, even in some of our other segments, you know, some will say, I, I challenge your viewpoint, which is perfect because why not have the chance to open up and not to say that anybody's viewpoint is wrong, but then it's for up to you to say, why do you believe it's right? That's correct. You know, and, and, and things like that. So there must be a moment in your life where you said, this is my direction, this is my passion. Yes. Can you take us back there? Maybe it's now, <laughs> maybe it course. hasn't happened yet. But I, but I see by the smile on your face and the twinkle in your eye, you know, you know where you're, you're going, so take us there. <laughs> uh, it was after, remember I told you I was in the corporate world, I was a facilitator at the mm -hmm. time. And I was working for a large company and I was working in and out of call centers and I just kept getting this feeling. Like each time I would go home, I'd make my home even more comfortable. Mm. And I would follow those principles of feng shui. Yes. And this little voice in my head just kept saying, just do it full time. Just oh, okay. do it, just do it. Yep. And I'm like, ah, who's gonna wanna listen about feng shui? People don't even get it half yeah. the time. And 
I just meditated and fasted for about a week. Okay. And my answers came, and I knew that it was something that I had to do. And it just it just flowed. Yeah, like my first instinct was to help other people who've mm -hmm. gone through divorces. Yes. And they feel like yeah. their world is crumbling, mm -hmm. and get out there and help people and teach them how you know what, depending on where you live you can make it your peaceful mm -hmm. haven, your own oasis. And no matter what you're going through in your life, yes. you can, you are in charge of making it mm -hmm. feel better. You know? Yeah, that, I mean, it must have been scary to some point, shaking your boots. Here I am, I'm going to do this thing that no one knows anything about and do it full time. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Here I've had this divorce yeah. and now people are just going to think, this must have been too much for her. She's having a breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know like, what I mean? What are you talking I got the feng hu? Feng yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, did you, just, uh, you know, like, yeah, it's just something that came to you and things like that. But obviously, making that choice was the right direction for you to go. Because obviously right now you're the expert in this field. Yes. People come to you, yeah. people call you, people want you. And, and speaking of that, where are you now? Like I said, you're, where did you come from before you came here? Where were you like a couple of days ago? I was on the Alberta, I'm working on an industrial for, um, construction project mm -hmm. in Alberta right now, yeah. outside of Fort McMurray, mm -hmm. and it's amazing. And one thing I love about what I do is seeing the joy and the results and mm -hmm. the changes that happen in people's lives yes. when they adopt this these new principles and all mm -hmm. it's, it's all about just reconnecting with self and with nature of course and who wouldn't <laughs> think that that a big building or an architect would when enlist somebody who does feng shui you mean yes. i think for them i would think it would be more about the money let's get this building built mm -hmm. and then we're done and we're out of here oh. so how how do you assist in them creating um, a project or, okay. or, you know, like a cornerstone. Well, so we to work speak. together. It's mm -hmm. about the floor plan. Feng okay. Shui is not only just about energy, mm -hmm. you know, it's about constructing the space or the building mm -hmm. so that people are getting enough light, mm -hmm. getting sunlight, getting enough air. Okay. How are the walls positioned? So I work with mm -hmm. architects and make sure that the flow of the energy, whether it's coming mm -hmm. in from the front door to leading to the back of the house, everything is properly placed. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we go into um, places and, and just doors and walls and structures mm -hmm. seem like they shouldn't be there. Yes, yes. I make sure when I work with them that mm -hmm. we talk together and we discover like what would be best mm -hmm. for the people living. How would you feel? What would you want to see? Yes. Mm -hmm. What would make you comfortable? Yeah, so. and, and going back, because I want to get back. So you mentioned before that, you know, you're getting everything in its proper, you know, flow and things yeah. like that. So now my living room is done, my bedroom's done, but now I have all this clutter that I shoved <laughs> from those rooms into my closet, under the bed, yeah. in the cupboards. So how do I declutter my home? <laughs> you know, this is a very special topic. We could probably because, spend an hour on this, I yes. imagine, for some people. <laughs> yes. and, and if you're hoarding at home, don't watch this. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe, yes, do watch this. <laughs> Please watch this. Well, you know what? It's funny how you mentioned hoarding because yeah. I didn't realize that I was like a level one hoarder oh. years and years and years okay. ago. I wanted to hold on to everything. Everything had meaning. Oh, I found this rock. It's so mm -hmm. beautiful. Let me keep it. Yes. I, I learned 
that the more that we let go mm -hmm. is the more that we make space and make yes. room for new things to come into mm -hmm. our lives. And I don't want to give people, tell people, oh, all these different decluttering tips. All yeah. I want to say is be true to yourself mm -hmm. and commit to, even if it means moving one thing one day at a time. Oh, okay. And yeah. it will happen. As soon as you make a shift and you mm -hmm. move something, yeah. The energy completely changes. You get more and more energy. You feel more mm -hmm. optimistic and enthusiastic to make more changes. Because mm -hmm. I so, can imagine, I can imagine all that attachment yeah. just to you know, quote unquote, stuff. Yeah. And you're like, I need it. Like you say, it was my kids thing from when they were three years old but i have 50 of them yeah you know you know what i mean yeah. there's only so many pictures i guess you can put on the <laughs> fridge there's only things you want to save and i understand that that and i think that's the biggest thing is sentiment for a lot of people because even if some people have passed on or are not in your life anymore, still still existing, but not in your life anymore, you want to capture those moments. You kind of yes. want to keep that and you want to hang on to that. But I think it also makes you in bondage. Yes, it if, does. If that makes sense, um, you know, that, that you're just kind of, I'm holding on to this, but are you holding on to it or is it holding on to you? Oh. You know? <laughs> You hit the nail on the head. Mm. You know, it's very important after divorces, after mm -hmm. the passing of a loved one, there yes. are just certain things that you should not have around. Mm -hmm. You have to recognize that whatever you place on your walls or mm -hmm. around you, yes. that's what your life is representing. Mm -hmm. So if you want better things for yourself, take a look around your space, around your mm -hmm. home, and look at that painting on the wall. You know, mm -hmm. it's a painting of a war or corruption yes. is that what you want in your life if not mm -hmm. move it and yes. don't ever feel ashamed to get help ask for help mm -hmm. so when it comes to decluttering to take it one step at a time yes. mm -hmm. and don't be ashamed to ask for help no have decluttering so, parties <laughs> so how do you know so how do you know when you've had stuff for too long Ah, <laughs> it's when you can walk past the same object yeah. and you haven't used it in I want to say at least six months. Six months, yeah. So yeah. maybe have your friends over, have a party, put everything you don't want on the table and say, here, yes, it's yours. Whatever you want, take it. Take it. And yeah. it feels good. It does. And it then, feels as so I good. say, like you say, you have more room, you have more freedom, you have more room for new stuff or different things. Or you may say, I like this clear <laughs> space now and I just want to keep it clear. It's true. I, I don't want to, it's I true. don't need that extra chair there. I don't need that extra. <laughs> you know boxes and things things like that you know it, it's just truly amazing how and, and and this episode really is all about clearing clearing mind clearing body clearing yourself because in some ways it's almost clearing your mind it is. by by doing the stuff in your home so it's not a matter of just moving a couch a certain way or moving a chair a certain way it's really i think it, it's about your mindset too and what it does is say once you've had something or uh, like I like to say, a relationship has transformed yes. or transmuted, um, whatever you call it. I mean, you're still in that relationship, but maybe just in a different context, you know, and, and that's that sort of thing, which is truly rewarding. If there's one last tip you want to give to our audience, what would it be? Just from your own life, personal experience, uh, anything like that that you would like to share? Which, what would I love to share with the audience?
there's so many things. Um, and that could be exactly it. There's so, much, <laughs> there's so much to give. There's so much to say. I want to um, thank you, yeah. um, Melanie, for, for being here and being a guest, coming all the way from Alberta, even though you live here. You know, I want to say thank you so much. And I want to thank the viewers for watching today and learning about clearing your mind, clearing your body, clearing your home and everything. So to you, I say thank you for watching and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, 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 it's B-Rad Celebrity Stylist, your host of the Hairstylist Empowerment Podcast. I am so glad you enjoyed today's episode, and I thank you for listening as well as your support. I have exciting news for all you hairstylists out there, as well as for your family and your friends. Imagine warm, sunny days, relaxing beaches, and a cool beverage in hand, all while being empowered in every area of your life. The Empowerment Cruise is coming for you. Days at sea, your life will get empowered by the top speakers and artists of transformation. This includes empowerment in your relationships, finances, career, spiritual awakening, mental clarity, social situation, meet the best of the best, as well as your health and well-being. Finally, have the body you desire. On the day on shore, you can explore the lands. You can be with your friends, your family, and your new friends that you just met on the Empowerment Cruise. For more information, just follow BRAD Celebrity Stylist on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, where I offer free online coaching. Would you like to be a guest on the show or even a speaker on the cruise? Just message me. Please like, share, follow, subscribe, and don't forget to turn on your notifications. See you next time. Hey, I love your podcast. I just got a chance to tune in. I'm actually a celebrity hairstylist too. My name is Cherie Slate. I would love to be a guest on your show. Um, please let me know how I need to get in touch with you so we can set this up. Thank you and look forward to hearing from you.